Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. That's right, the WhoThatDaily.com, your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a WhoThat and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the sport WhoThat in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that too First of all, I'm very appreciative that you, you know, that I'm part of your your day um, in which this announcement uh, got out um, that you made it. So why? Why now, Malcolm Jenkins, for you? Well, you know, I think for me, um, you know, every year I I came into the league, you know, wanting to get to 10 years, right? Knowing that that is what I thought a respectable career was. <laughs> and realistically, you realize how hard that is to accomplish. But when I look back over the 13 seasons, you know, I, I've come, I've done what I came to do, you know, in this league. And I think it, the cost of playing at a high level, at least for me, it takes, it, it takes me sacrificing, you know, my time, my body, energy. I put everything I have into the game, um, and that's just how I'm wired. And so I've been doing it so long for the game that I'm actually, the last five years, I've really been building kind of my team and, 
you know, my businesses and, and other interests and investing in different parts of who I am as a person. And I just am ready to now do something else. Like I'm ready to put that same drive and energy that people know me for on the football field and put it towards, you know, uh, other aspects of, you know, my life, my businesses uh, and my other interests. And, and obviously my family, you know, I got two, two little girls who, you know, are playing sports now and doing all these things. And, and while they probably enjoy coming to my games, you know, I'm enjoying going to theirs and, and being around more and, and, and being able to raise, you know, my kids the way that I want. Um, all of that, you know, leads me to the tough decision of letting go of the game that I've been playing since, you know, I was seven years old. But I think based on all the things I've done in life or that I've accomplished, I've at least uh, gotten to this point and, and know that I am blessed and grateful and and privileged, really, to be able to walk away from the game on my own accord. That, that isn't really afforded to many people in, in this sport and professional sports in general. Uh, and so I'm extremely grateful for the game. I'm humbled by the people I've met along the way, the cities that I've been a part of, the franchises. All of that has made me who I am today. Well, and that's uh, Malcolm Jenkins today on the Rich Eisen Show. If you want to hear the full, full interview, please go to Rich Eisen Show on YouTube and listen to it. Very insightful. I played uh, at least two and a half minutes worth of the uh, Malcolm Jenkins officially stepping down as the uh, stepping away from the game of football after 13 seasons, two Super Bowls, three Pro Bowls. Uh, Jenkins quite accomplished as the black and gold move forward. So like I've been saying for some time now, I'd like to thank all you guys for tuning in for this episode of uh, the Sports Comb. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, but we have intense, entertaining, educating an enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Thank Tank. Appreciate you guys for being in the live stream. Please feel free to hit the pawn of the like button. Hit the hell out the like button. Please feel free to share the show links in your social media feed. And also subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Join the Sports Coma. Join the Pro Media Network. And much love to the family members or YouTube uh, members and Patreon champions. Much love to you guys. Thank you for being here. Big news of the day is Malcolm Jenkins retires. And of course, it's really odd because we covered this story yesterday on our uh, Patreon show, our Tuesday stream, TSC Q&A Live, where Dennis Allen, we played snippets from Dennis Allen's, uh, uh, you know, owners meetings interviews where he covered several different topics. But in particular, the one that was asked about Malcolm Jenkins status and Dennis Allen replied by that he didn't know, and maybe you should ask Malcolm. Well, the next day, Malcolm lets you know. And I say it's very troublesome that the coach, a uh, head coach of the, the team right now, who used to be the former defensive coordinator, didn't know the status of Malcolm Jenkins. But now we all know the status of Mal Malcolm Jenkins and that he is retiring and stepping away from football. So we congratulate uh, Malcolm Jenkins for his contributions uh, in the two terms that he served with the black and gold. We will respect him. He, of course, he helped out with that Super Bowl ring that'll be ever, ever, ever remembered. And uh, much love to Brother Malcolm uh, as we move forward. So with that being said, fam, I'd like to thank all of the family members for being in this episode of the show. Hope everything, everybody around the area is fine. There are tornado warnings issued all around now listed in St. Tammany's Parish, which is north of uh, the city of New Orleans, north shore to be precise, but there are, are rainstorms and uh, video uh, showing that tornadoes near Mississippi uh, Jackson 
Mississippi, stuff like that. So uh, winds bringing trees down and out around the governor's mansion. So that terrible uh, element, the weather is around us and hopefully everybody's okay. Now, energy is also reporting that nearly 40,000 customers are without power across Louisiana because of the wild storm. So much love to those people. Stay safe and uh, and blessings and prayers to those guys during these tough weather storms that we are enduring right now, which is an ominous sign for the upcoming hurricane season. If we're dealing with alternative activities and tough storms like that right now. It's an ominous warning, isn't it, family? Upcoming uh, hurricane season coming very soon. So with that being said, we'll delve into the topics that we'll cover. Won't hold you very long on this episode of the show. So feel free to hit the like button, man. If uh, if you're in the building, hit the like button. And there you go. That's some of the reports that we're looking at uh, it uh, here. But let's get into the story at hand about Malcolm Jenkins, man. Safety Malcolm Jenkins announces his retirement. Uh, he's done in the NFL. He has other civic matters that he wants to tend to and much love and support to that brother. Uh, Mike Triplett on the article says Saints Malcolm Jenkins announced his retirement Wednesday after an indelible 13 in a, a year NFL career that saw him win Super Bowls with two different franchises and emerge as a leader in the social justice movement. Jenkins, 34, originally joined the Saints as a first round draft pick out of Ohio State, played for the Saints from 09 to 2013 before spending six years with the Eagles from 2014 to 2019. And be honest with you, Malcolm Jenkins should have never left. The Saints should have never left, let Malcolm Jenkins out the door. They never was able to replace him. Uh, when he, when he left, we had guys like Jerry's bird and it was just, it was just, it was a disaster. So, I mean, enough, even coach Peyton alluded to that. He even mentioned that that was a big mistake. That's why he did everything he can to bring him back. So missing out on him for those years and, and core years with the Eagles from 2014 and then, uh, from 2014 to 2019, finishing his career back in New Orleans from 2020 to 2021. He won Super Bowls with the Saints in 09 and the Eagles in 2017. And he was selected to the Pro Bowl in 2015, 17, and 18. So, and of course, this article, this is a, from a show he did where he announced it uh, on uh, Ryan uh, uh, Clark's show or whatever he's doing, his podcast or whatever it was. And of course, this is some of the sentiment that was said by Malcolm Jenkins. So I played the game at the highest level for 13 seasons, you know, Jenkins said while sharing his decision on the Pivot podcast. And I accomplished Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, all there is to do in the game. When I came in, all I wanted to make an impact on the game and on and off the field. I just feel like at this point I've accomplished that. Six foot, a 204 pounder who began his career as a cornerback, has 21 uh, career interceptions. 24 fumbles, eight touchdowns scored. He played in 199 regular season games with 191 starts plus another 14 playoff games. Jenkins had a remarkable 133 game Ironman streak that was ended by the league C-19 protocol. Same like Cam Jordan. So, I mean, congratulations to Malcolm Jenkins. He did do a lot, man. And he did play 13 years in the game. He did win two Super Bowls. He made the Pro Bowl. So, yes, indeed. He felt it was time to step away, and Malcolm Jenkins is doing just that as he will uh, head into uh, his civic matters. So much love to Brother Malcolm Jenkins and uh, his contribution to the Black and Gold family members. We appreciate him. Now let's move forward. Now this is also coming from our good friends Bob Rose over there at the Saints News Network. A potential replacement for said Saints former safety Malcolm Jenkins. Will New Orleans look to replace retired Malcolm Jenkins through the draft? Or will they dip into free agency, uh, the free agency pool? 
I think it's a little bit of both. Don't you think family? What y'all think? Y'all let us know what you think. Put it in the chat. Let me know how you feel about it. I think it's a bit of both. The Saints could do both if they really wanted to. They definitely have the ability to. New Orleans Saints' Malcolm Jenkins announced his retirement on Wednesday after 13 NFL seasons. Jenkins was the last player remaining from the Saints' Super Bowl championship team upon a Thomas Moore status of free agent. With the free agent defection of uh, free safety Malcolm, I mean Marcus Williams, the Saints have lost both of their starting safeties from the last two seasons. New Orleans still has versatile defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and signed former Saints, I mean Jets safety Marcus May in free agency. They also added former Chiefs safety Daniel Sorensen for depth. Now, free agent safety P.J. Williams remains unsigned. Williams is 28, has played all six seasons with the Saints and knows the defense well. Resigning him would be the most logical solution. New Orleans could look to dip back into free agency market for another safety or address the position with a draft choice. Now, who are the free agent safeties? Bob Rose already did the research and he had quite a tandem of people that is out there, a, a bunch of safeties that's out there. The top one he has is Jaquiski Tart, a former 49er safety. Is that Tip, uh, Tip Sean Gibson, the former Bear and Brown? You see Tyron Matthew, which is my favorite at 29 years of age, uh, former Chief Defensive Back Kareem Jackson, there from the Broncos. Collins, the former Washington football team guy now with Washington Commanders, I guess. Rodney McLeod from the Eagles and Kenu Neal, the former Falcon, now Cowboy, who's there as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of people said Tyron Matthew is obviously the call, and I would agree with that. You know, he's hanging out in Baton Rouge during the LSU uh, spring practices that are going on right now, and uh, he's having a ball out there. So, you know, the Saints should reach out to him. They were It was mutual interest between Tyron Matthew and the New Orleans Saints prior to the signing of Marcus May. And, of course, we kind of slowed it out. In fact, the Saints did get Marcus May on a good contract. For three years, but Ty, but Tyron Matthews is going to be a lot more expensive. So it was mutual. So let's it should be mutual again. The Saints do have the money, and now it's time for them to reach out and seal the deal. In my opinion, most Saints family members are clamoring for Matthew, a New Orleans native. Tort was an underrated playmaker for the league's best defense. Gibson is a heady player who who lost some some range, but makes up for it with great anticipation. Uh, Jackson is a former cornerback. He's been able to extend his career with the move to safety from a high draft choice that never lined up to lofty expectations. Collins still forced a solid career. McLeod has been an underrated defender for a rugged Philadelphia defense. Now, and then you look at the early draft solutions in day two. Uh, Jaquan Brisker from Penn State. Lewis Kine out of Georgia. Uh, Daxton Hill and Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. Kirby Joseph from Illinois. Daxton Hill out of Michigan. So, usually... You know, you look at the, the Lewis from University of Georgia is another good one. Brian Cook is a favorite. I like Brian Cook, how he plays. I think he's a smart safety. I like Kyle Hamilton, too, but I think Kyle Hamilton is a guy that more than likely will be gone. It's also uh, Petrie is another good safety, uh, depending on where he falls in there. So, But, yeah, I mean, Cook and Lewis from Georgia are pretty good guys that you can look to in day two. And eventually, I don't know if the Saints pick a safety in the second round or they might wait to the third round uh, if the right guy falls to him. So, I mean, we'll see how it all goes. But Notre Dame, uh, Hamilton will be a top 10 pick. However, there are several other versatile safeties will be, able, be available on the draft second day that could challenge for an immediate starting spot. Penn State's Brisker, Michigan's Hill could sneak into the late first round. Brisker has terrific range and could fit another safety role. Hill is converted corner 
with an outstanding field for safety. Cook is a, a, a another converted corner with size to match up on tight ends. Kind is a thumper that plays like a linebacker in the box and can match up with bigger tight ends. Joseph Black's ideal athleticism, but is a sure tackle with good anticipation. I call it anticipatory skills, but anticipation in zones. Late day, uh, late draft solutions, day three. Quentin Lake from UCLA, Bubba Bolden from Miami of Florida, Smoke Monday from Auburn, Jalen Petrie from Baylor, and Nick Cross from Maryland. Any of these prospects could easily come off the board between the end of the third round, and that slips into day three. Could be a potential steal for the team. That's why I look for a safety pickup as the Saints look to dr- uh, draft more pressing needs, maybe the wide receiver position, uh, perhaps a, you know, perhaps a offensive lineman if we have in flux there more of a more of a uh, a more of a immediate need even running back has to be put up there because we haven't gotten one thus far so you have to kind of put that up there because you anticipate losing elvin kamara for a number of weeks any of these prospects because you slip uh off the board lakes farther carnell lake was a standout safety for the steelers in the 90s what he lacks in an athleticism he makes up with great instincts and high football IQ. Bolden is an athletic free safety that needs to hone his skills. Now, Monday is an experienced hitter with coverage limitations. Petrie is a tweener that can be a third corner. And I like I like uh, Petrie. I've said that uh, or he can add bulk to be a regular safety. Crosses a thumper with good pursuit and, uh, pursuit and speed, but has tight change of direction. Marcus Williams and Jenkins were underrated aspect. Uh, of one of the NFL's best defenses over the last two seasons. The, the two combined for nine interceptions, 30 pass broken up in the two years together. Just as importantly, their cohesion with the New Orleans cornerbacks allowed the team to be more aggressive and underneath coverage. Now, Marcus May is a suitable replacement in the secondary, while Gardner Johnson will continue to be a vital chess piece for the defense. Sorensen brings experience, but is also a massive liability in coverage. I agree with this. Expect the Saints to add another safety to join May and Gardner. It could be an experienced for agent, but there is also plenty of talent to catch in next catch up with next month's draft. So I'll, this is from Bob Rose. Really good article. Also, like I say, always feel free to go to Saints News Network and share those guys articles. They always do some good work over there. And I agree with them that I've often said, like in my mock drafts that there's several I've already done. I always added a safety because I knew that the Saints definitely need a safety, even if they did sign Sorensen. And then, of course, I was looking at the age of Malcolm Jenkins. And if they, you know, hopefully they sign Tyron Matthew, they still draft the safety maybe in a third round that they can kind of groom underneath these guys, you know, because you're dealing with Marcus made who did. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a 
big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Who's had some injury issues. And of course, uh, people want PJ Williams to come back to kind of provide more stability there, which is fine. But still at a, a point, you're going to have to draft the safety to kind of add to the, to the safeties behind, you know, their kind of bring some of these young guys into the fold. So I could see that happening, but the saints definitely, if you know, Tyron Matthews, not the guy They have some other guys, but you got to be Tyron Matthew. You got the money, make the damn move, pull the home, the trigger. And this could be something the saints could do in the next day or two. You know, he's, he's been sitting out there just chilling. He's not in a hurry to sign, but the right situation has to uh, uh, jump up there and inside baseball. Saints, not really surprised by Malcolm Jenkins retirement, man. They're not really, they, they, you know, the way, uh, if I'm Dennis, Dennis Allen wasn't even tripping on it. If you listen to his interview yesterday, he, he, he already knew, but he was like, yeah, uh, you know, we still working on that thing. We trying to get him in a building. No, he's like, well, I don't know. Ask him, which usually is, well, I'm not going to reveal it. Let him tell it to you. Then the next day it happens. That's you, you think that's by coincidence. A lot of this stuff is already decided behind the scenes. And then it's a delay before it gets to you. Like how I want to announce it or let me announce it the way I want to. And then it's broken to you. Most of the time, sometimes it get out the building because somebody wants some cash in their hands and they paying for that information. So Adam Shaft are breaking them off because that's how they get those scoops. Those guys be, they be breaking off their little inside people. They got little moles in each one of these teams. And it could be the man out there uh, uh, fixing the uniform, sewing up the uniforms and he ear hustling for some information. Man, you won't believe this. Guess what happened? Man, I heard Mike Thomas said such and such, such and such. The next thing you know, the article come out. They don't know who it is. <laughs> but that's how they be doing it. They be breaking them little dudes off. Man, he's like, well, Adam Schefter to work for somebody. You better go check his network. All these little inside men, they're millionaires, and they be breaking off the inside sources for that information. That's how it works. They just nobody they don't like them that much to just be giving them the information. Come on. <laughs> Money is involved. It's just like our TMZ do business. Anyway. Yes, I can see both that, but Tyron Matthews should be the guy that the Saints look at, no doubt about it, to bring him in. Uh, they got the money. There's an interest between both people that's also been uh, spoken of before. So let's make it, let's pull the trigger on that, get that deal done. And then, of course, have Marcus made Tyron Matthew there, Chauncey Gordon Johnson. And then, of course, the Saints didn't move to the next thing as we kind of look to situate and get our defense there as well. But offensively, we still got to make some moves on that side of the ball. I'm still pushing for a, a Marlon Mack signing. Let's get that Marlon Mack deal signed uh, so we can kind of use him. He's a quality running back, can do a lot of things. Let's get that Marlon Mack done. We don't have to worry too much about the tight end position anymore uh, because of some other things that occurred. And let's move into it. Now, this happened yesterday. We covered it on some of this on TSC. We were more in depth, so I'll just touch on it a little bit and move forward. Uh, Saints QB, they signed uh, uh, Andy Dalton. 
as the backup quarterback who will not push Jameis Winston for the starting job. Of course, remember Jameis Winston interview by Dennis Allen said that they had a discussion after uh, the, you know, uh, the Deshaun Watson situation occurred and Jameis had, he was letting them have it. He was telling them of this, that, and the third, and he was giving them his demands like he was supposed to because he understood, listen, I got y'all over a barrel. Y'all was chasing this idiot here and you just left me out in the wind twisting. Well, you're going to do this. You're going to give me some more money. You, I'm going to be the starter. And the people are like, yeah, whatever you say, Jameis, you know, you, you was right. You was right. And that's how it happened. That's how it happened. So Jameis Winston is the quarterback. Andy Dalton is the backup. There is no competition. He's going into the season as the number one quarterback. Jameis Winston is the man. The team is in in his hands. And Jameis, we played it on the show a couple of days ago that Jameis Winston say he's ahead of schedule. So he should be more than healthy to be able to take on uh, the job as the quarterback position. We just need to make sure that we make sure the offensive line is situated and, and we do the right thing. So, I mean, it's just what it is. We have to figure out that offensive line, get that together. And we need some more wide. We need some more wide outs. Take Traquan Smith. It's not going to cut it for me. Now I can understand Cody Burns coming here and expect Cody Burns to kind of have the more of a motivational influence, something similar to what coach Rashad has. But remember, Cody Burns is still a rookie wide receiver coach in the NFL. Coach Rashad has been a guy that's been in the league. He has a, a resume and garners respect especially when he start telling defensive people in, 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 in the building that he is, he wants a black and gold Legion of boom. So, I mean, that, that says a lot and boy, did they play like it? All right. So anyway, New Orleans Saints uh, quarterback room will have a new look in 2020. They added Andy Dalton behind Jameis Winston. And pretty much what that did is the Andy Dalton thing did two things. It gave him a, a valid good backup. Who's better than what they had last year in Trevor Simeon. It also pushes Taysom Hill to the tight end position to be the primary tight end. So he will start at the tight end position. A lot of people ask me, well, Q, how you feel about the tight end shift of Taysom Hill being there? I actually like it. I think it's a good fit for Taysom Hill to be there because it creates major mismatches that he'll line up against defenses. Not too many linebackers can cover Taysom Hill. Uh, his speed and uh, physicality. Hell, uh, most they got defensive backs that can't cover him. He running away from de- defensive backs. So it would definitely add a guy who has some skill. He can catch the ball. Got to kind of crisp up his running routes, but he does block. Uh, and I can't find a, a better fit for him as just a tight end as opposed to moving him around quarterback, running back, fullback, all this kind of old stuff. So, I, I mean, I like him primarily as the tight end. Remember, he's not sharing rooms. He's going to be primarily in the tight end room where he'll occupy that position. So I, I like the move, to be honest with you. Um I mentioned Kyle Rudolph before. I don't think the Saints pull the move. They're comfortable putting Taysom Hill in that room. And he is a force. He's a weapon and he is a playmaker. And so far as uh, you give him the ball, he makes things happen. So tight end, I'm not, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm actually really cool with the tight end move. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I'm, I, I actually approve of the tight end move. Okay. Wide receiver wise, I, I hear what he does here, but the Saints can do, they call him a tight end, but you can, you best believe they're going to move Taysom Hill around he'll be on you'll be next to the line then you'll be situated in the slot they're gonna move him around while calling him a tight end to create mismatches so if you have mike thomas you add some more weapons wide receiver around Taysom hill is there and of course they'll play as a group Taysom hill you still have troutman you have Jawan johnson and then nick vanette's there but you know this is not a bad use of Taysom hill to put him at the tight end position quarterback situation is completely over because sean payton's not here anymore Sean Payton was the only dude that believed Taysom Hill was a quarterback. Sean Payton was the only dude that believed that Taysom Hill was was uh, Steve Young. 
he believed that shit. I don't know what he was smoking, but I would be like, bro, you done overreached on that. And of course, Taysom Hill could not compete with Jameis Winston last year. It was not a competition. He basically destroyed and annihilated uh, Taysom Hill. And, and then Sean Payton, he had to give him more time to try to even add up the stats that Jameis had performed in several series in, in a quarter. It took him the rest of the game to make his stats even comparable. So no Taysom Hill at quarterback, maybe a gimmick play every now and again when he throws the ball down the field. You know what I'm saying? They toss it to him and then he act like he's going to run it. Then he just throws the ball to it. I mean, maybe something like that. But in terms of quarterback, it's over with. I'm cool with the tight end position. I really am. OK, so, you know, that's uh, that's not a bad deal. So anyway, the Dalton one year deal, six million dollars, three million guaranteed. According to Schefter, it's an upgrade over Trevor Simeon. No doubt about it. He comes over from the Chicago Bears and Andy Dalton had some success right there uh, with this team now. Like with, with the former team. So I actually like the move to having him there. If something happens with Jameis, uh, if he gets hurt, then you have him in there. But like I said, I'm still a person pushing for the Saints to get Marlon Mack under fold. Let's get Marlon Mack, please. Can we get Marlon Mack? Sign Marlon Mack. Sign Marlon Mack. Sign Marlon Mack, please. All right, let's move on, fam. I know this, but I'm not going to keep y'all guys that long. And of course, this is a news article that broke as the the this the show was on is Bruce Aaron steps down as Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles is picked to be his, his successor. So a lot of the Tampa Bay family members are not really upset about this because Todd Bowles had former head coaching experience. He's well respected uh in uh in uh in Tampa. So you know losing Bruce Aarons and putting Todd Bowles up there actually is not too much of a bad move. Bowles is a respected he's he got the defense on fleek for them and I'm uh, pretty sure he keeps a lot of his offensive staff in place, but he's more on the defensive side of the ball. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers people, you know, they I guess they're kind of feeling a little bit uncertain. But listen, you got a good coach in Ty Bowles, man. You got a good coach there. Now, he previously coached with the Jets. He was 24 and 40 from 2015 to 2018, his only full-time head coaching job. Okay, he a brother. So he'd become the sixth uh, minority head coach in the league, joining Tomlin, Ryan Riviera, a Robert Sellout from the Jets, Mike McDaniel of Miami, and Lovey Smith of Houston. So, and of course, Aaron's, who's 69, said his job would be as a senior consultant for football and that the gig will start with Tampa Bay in the 2022 draft recap. So he steps down as a coach to become just a consultant and turns the team over to Tide Bowles. 69, remember, this ain't really nothing of a surprise because Bruce Aaron's has done with health issues, even though they're not saying it's health issues. But he's not the most healthiest guy. You know, he's not the healthiest guy in the world. We know that he's 69 years old and sometimes he looks like he's about to kill over because he don't like the calls in the, in the Saints in the Saints contest. But at the end of the day, Bruce Aaron stepped down and you have a Todd Bowles who's respected that steps in. So I'm not upset about that at all. All right. And of course, we talk about some of the, the storms and things that's happening across the area right now as you can see tornado warnings in uh, parts of new orleans east as the storm kind of barrels through this thing and gets to so please be careful a southeast louis southeast louisiana shelters for severe weather and seven you know they showed all the schools were shut down winds bringing down trees and stuff like that uh, uh energy reporting forty thousand people uh without power across louisiana and there are tornadoes so once the storm passes, a lot of people just has to hunker down and and hopefully everything will be fine after that first round of storms last week uh these are severe storms as well and and uh it'll be over with fast it's moving kind of fast so to do a recap 
Um, safety Malcolm Jenkins, we started to show off playing him. He announces his retirement after 13 years in the in the in the in the league. Uh, two Super Bowls there for Jenkins, uh, and then an accomplished career. So we congratulate him. And then of course we went to potential replacements for uh, former DB Malcolm Jenkins. Of course, Tyron Matthew was listed, as well as a bunch of other safeties that the Saints could look to. But hopefully it's Tyron Matthew. He'll be the call. We also recapped and talked about the move of Andy Dalton, the versatility, bringing in Andy Dalton as the backup quarterback while Taysom Hill slots to be primarily as the tight end. He'll be tight end one for the black and gold. A lot of people not liking the move, but I, I don't get what you're not liking here. I mean, Taysom Hill is not the quarterback. You should be thumbing up and netting all day. <laughs> Just You hear me? He ain't the damn quarterback no more. That's all I'm concerned with. If you put him at a tight end position, I'm cool with that. He'll create mismatches against linebackers and hell against defensive backs too because most of them can't stand in front of him. So, I mean, as long as he ain't the goddamn quarterback, I can rock with it. And, of course, we talked about Bruce Aarons in the Tampa Bay squad steps down as Ty Bowles picks his successor, but Aarons will be a consultant on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. So he'll still be collecting a check. It just will be as a consultant where he doesn't take any of the uh, burden or have to deal with any of the mess no more. So them old bastards sure know how to <laughs> how to kind of scoot the line, don't they? All right. So with that being said, fam, listen, man. I hope everybody out there is being safe, fam. Make sure you guys are safe during this tough weather for the family members that's around the New Orleans area and around this, this state because it's coming through and it's affecting Mississippi. And, and it's moving toward Alabama and other states toward the south, too. So please, family, y'all be uh, careful of that. Uh, you know, watch out, you know, be safe and keep your eyes and ears open when those terrible storms are around, man. You just never know. All right. So with that being said, fam, uh, listen. This is going to be, this is most interesting. We know Tyron Matthew uh, is in Baton Rouge. The Saints should be having discussions and talks talks to him right now. They should be speaking with him right now about getting that deal done. And of course, remember, his last contract that he had with the Kansas City Chiefs was a contract, contract that averaged about $14 million a year. So he wants north of that. And whether or not we'll see what the Saints can work out with Tyron Matthew to make him the, the starting safety. For the black and gold, I would prefer to give him a three-year deal similar to what uh, Marcus May got to kind of pair those guys together for the next three years. So we'll see what the Saints do. And, of course, take a safety in a draft, why don't you? You have plenty of picks, and they can do that. All right, Brother Palm says Bruce Aaron retires. Okay, he said he retires. Okay, okay, yeah, he retires, according to this article by ABC Sports, is saying that he, uh, he, he steps down, which I guess you could see retired as being a coach. Uh, so that he can be a senior consultant for the football of the Tampa Bay team. So he just went in as a consultant and moved further down into the organization without any uh, any issue, you know, so that's pretty cool. But thank you for your super chat there, brother. Prime, appreciate you. All right, so with that being said, bro, we're going to chop out on that. Uh, for the family members with the Pelican Post Game Report, we will be uh, covering the Pelican Post Game Report tonight after the matchup is over with. We will do a recap of the stream, so... For all my Pelican faithful out there, feel free to join the Pelican Post Game Report later on tonight. Put Pelican Post Game Report in the YouTube search box. You'll find it. Just go there and subscribe, man, because we'll be covering the Pelicans uh, tonight as well. So with that being said, fam, I appreciate y'all. Please feel free to hit the like button. Please subscribe if you aren't a subscriber and share the show's links on your social media feed. And I'm going to holler at you guys later. Much love to you. And who that? Yeah. Well, all right.
Like you always say Welcome, welcome, welcome Number one sports talking deed We ain't like the Falcons We won't blow the lead Look, all we talk is who that Who got cut and who back Rookies in the vets Players you should look at It's the sports coma You don't wanna miss it Got the pre-game party Post-game statistics Get a visit for Sway Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking Big Q and the guys Go to YouTube and live Make sure you subscribe In the views inside The Saints locker room high Talk to Drew Jordan, Zach, Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we be golden black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Beast Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl.